Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. Woe to the rebellious children, saith the Lord, that take counsel, but not of me, and that cover with a covering, but not of my spirit, that they may add sin to sin that walk to go down into Egypt, and have not asked at my mouth to strengthen themselves in the strength of Pharaoh, and to trust in the shadow of Egypt. Therefore shall the strength of Pharaoh be your shame, and the trust in the shadow of Egypt your confusion. Isaiah chapter 30 Verses 1 through 3. In the time of Joseph, God had led him into Egypt, and there was great favor upon him so that he was leading many people. But over the years, there became a leader, a Pharaoh, that rose up who forgot all of the blessings that came upon the land because of God's favor on Joseph. This Pharaoh got envious of God's favor that still remained on the Israelite people began to persecute, enslave, and oppress them. So they prayed, and God actually sent plagues to defend them, to build their faith in him, and to show them that he was more powerful than the gods of Egypt. You see, they had spent so many generations under this secular world system that they needed to have their faith rekindled and who God really was to them. Before he could call them away to come unto him, he had to first call them away from putting their faith in the things of Egypt. While these plagues were happening, the people of God tried to go out from their homes to worship him, but Pharaoh would not allow it. Instead of letting them worship, he actually increased their workload. More work for less product. You could say a type of inflation. Pharaoh's selfish, evil, controlling logic said of them, if you have time to take a vacation, then you have time to work harder for the same things. He had promised them to be able to have more free time for God, telling them that things would be good, but then ended up taking more time from them and increasing their workload. Time and time and time again, Pharaoh did not keep his promises. He continually promised things that he did not deliver. Oh, my friend, listen to what the Holy Spirit is speaking today. It is foolishness to put your faith in Pharaoh and the things of Egypt. Because in reality, they're meant only to make you slaves and keep you in bondage to a system that gives the delusion of power and greatness, but in reality is a cover for demons trying to mimic God's power, but fail at it time and time again, because that God always steps in eventually to disprove them and to show the people why they shouldn't have put their faith in it in the first place. Now, what I'm telling you is historical and factual, but 
the principles in it may seem a little too familiar. That's because there is a spirit behind it that is still very much alive and in operation. That is why God himself, through the scriptures, calls the world systems of every age Egypt. He even called the counterfeit church and government in Jesus' day Egypt. And he warns us even still not to put our faith in it. Because Pharaoh does not keep his promises. Here's an interesting little fact for you. Do you know what even our money is? Our current currency is actually a promissory note. In other words, not just figuratively, but literally. It is a promise from Pharaoh that if you stay a slave in Egypt, you will be able to trade that little piece of paper or invisible digital digits that represent that promise for the things that you need when you need it. But my friend, I am telling you, learn the lessons of history. Pharaoh does not keep his promises. So don't put your faith in it. Don't put your faith in Pharaoh. Don't put your faith in Egypt. But rather put your faith in Jesus and the promises of God. Because God is faithful. He is not a man that he should lie. What he says, he will perform it. Even if he must do it through the miraculous. Like parting seas, raising the dead, giving honey from a rock, or manna from heaven. Oh my friend, are you hearing what the Spirit is saying? Take some time today to get a word from the throne room of grace. Read the scriptures, tune your ear, get connected. Because very soon, yet again, everything that can be shaken will be shaken so that only that which cannot be shaken will remain. That being an unshakable faith in the firm foundation of the steadfastness of the word and promises of God. Put your faith in something that has been proven time and time again, not in something that has been proven to be fruitless like the things of Egypt. The spirit of Egypt, when God's people begin to put their trust in it, or when it moves to prevent the truth people of God from worshiping, has been defeated and overthrown over and over again. Through history, and the current world system is no different. So don't prepare for its overthrow by trying to store up little bits of Egypt. Prepare for it by getting ready to leave it and to follow God wholeheartedly like a bride out into the wilderness. Don't worry about how he will bring you through. Just remember that he is the one who has never lied to you. Isaiah chapter 19 verse 1 tells us this, the burden of Egypt. Behold, the Lord rideth upon a swift cloud and shall come into Egypt, and the idols of Egypt shall be moved at his presence, and the heart of Egypt shall melt in the midst of it. I will set the Egyptians against the Egyptians, and they shall fight everyone against his brother, and everyone against his neighbor, city against city, and kingdom against kingdom. And the spirit of Egypt shall fail in the midst thereof, and I will destroy the counsel thereof. 
and they shall seek to the idols and to the chambers and to them that have familiar spirits and to the wizards. But the Egyptians will I give over into the hand of a cruel master and a fierce king shall rule over them, saith the Lord, the Lord of hosts. My friend, it is very important to make sure you know who your Lord is, that you are with him and not against him, that you are covered and protected. And you can't do that if you're still in allegiance, putting your faith in Egypt. Come out of it, that you be not partakers of her plagues. Come out of it and follow Jesus. The path may not be easy, but he will be with you. As any bridegroom is, he will protect and provide and do the miraculous as you abide with the bridegroom. In Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 2, we read this, of when the Israelites followed God out into the wilderness, he said, go and cry in the ears of Jerusalem, saying, thus saith the Lord, I remember you, the kindness of your youth, the love of your espousal, which means your engagement or your courtship to me. When you came and followed after me in the wilderness, like a bride, in a land that was not sown, in other words, trusting in him as a husband to provide for them. Israel was holiness. That word holiness means to be set apart like a bride is to her husband. Unto the Lord God Almighty, Israel was holiness, was set apart unto the Lord. And was the first fruits of his increase. All that devour or attack his bride shall offend God. And evil shall come upon them, saith the Lord. You see, ultimately it comes down to this. Who are you in marriage covenant with? Because if you are married to Jesus and let him lead you and cover you and protect you, if you obey him and follow him wherever he goes, then he is with you and nothing can touch you. He is your covering, your provision. He drank the cup of wrath for you that you wouldn't have to. But if you are married to the world system, if you're married to the Antichrist spirit, if you're married to Egypt, to Pharaoh and to the things of it, if that is where you put your trust, if that is what you follow, if that is what you love, then you have no covering. As we read in our opening passage, yes, they cover with a covering, but not of my spirit. They're covering themselves with the spirit of Pharaoh, putting their trust in the things of Egypt, the money, the mammon, the promises of the gods of it, all of which will fail them. They won't cover them. When the wrath of God begins to move upon the earth like a scourge, they won't be protected from it. Well, we don't like to think that the wrath of God will ever come, but my friend, that's what happened in Egypt. The destroyer came to cleanse the land of the wickedness. And only those who were in their homes with their families under the blood of the lamb were protected from it. In the end, on the final day, after the wrath of the enemy has been poured out upon the saints, 
all of a sudden things will change. And the wrath of God against the wicked will begin to move upon the land. This is what the scripture says. It says that the saints of God, they will be singing and rejoicing and praising in the fires because they know that their redemption draweth nigh. But the nations, the people, everyone else, the multitudes, the many, they will be weeping and gnashing their teeth, wailing and screaming because they don't have a covering. They don't care what modern Christianity tries to tell you. There was a point at which the door of the ark was shut. There is a point for each one of us at which it is too late. We take our last breath. We don't know when it is. But everyone's going to face their final day, whether it's individually or on a global stage. Make sure you don't face it alone. Because Jesus promised to stand with you if you were his. But no matter what the enemy promised you, remember this, that the spirit of Pharaoh does not keep his promises. So God, today we pray and we repent of any time that we put our faith in anything other than Jesus. We know that money will not save us. We know that personality and charisma and performance will not change us, Lord. We know that you are the author of life. You have the power of resurrection, that nothing is too hard for you, and that you have proven already through the pages of history that you are greater, mightier, and stronger than all of the idols of Egypt. Lord, we know that Pharaoh is not faithful. We put our faith in you because no matter how impossible every word you have ever spoken has proven true. The testimony of Jesus and of the saints through the ages shows us this and the experiences of our own life only serve to continually validate it. Yes, the enemy, he makes promises and he does it still to this day, working behind the scenes with the leaders of the world, promising them riches and kingship. But he doesn't keep his promises. In the end, they will all fall with him. The Bible says that when Jesus returns, he will judge the kings of the earth and the high ones from on high for their deception and treachery. But the saints of God, they will be protected. They will be heard singing in the fires. They will be rejoicing. And he will gather them together from the four winds of the earth and bring them to New Jerusalem and give them eternal purpose and real kingship. Today we break agreement with all of the gods of Egypt and come into allegiance with the one who has already defeated them. But Lord, today we ask for more faith. We ask that you would strengthen us by the power of your Holy Spirit. We need the function of the spirit of might, that we might be strengthened for the fight that is ahead, this fight of faith, this fight to keep the faith in everything that you have said and continue to say, because your sheep know your voice and you are still speaking and reassuring and encouraging and you are still calling us to do the work of your kingdom because the time is short. And you will soon be returning. Oh Lord, let us be found ready and worthy. Not of our own righteousness, but because that we were found faithful in marriage covenant with Jesus. 
the one who will inherit the kingdom and us with him if we believe him because that he is the one who has already defeated all of the gods of Egypt. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.